1: Happy Thursday, everyone. Making you wait a little oh, bit longer than when we just popped up <laughs> apparently. Well, <laughs> Jacob there. But yeah, welcome into the PHNX Rising podcast presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's number one sportsbook app. I got a weird little look there from Max. What are you thinking about there? What was the <laughs> you were pulling a face?
2: oh dude maybe that was because i had our youtube stream on as well and it unmuted itself so i was listening to us echoing as you were saying things so i was listening <laughs> to you like five seconds in the past and i'm like that's freaky so that's it's all good nothing against you personally just past you that guy was kind of annoying me for a
1: second you know double the underscores you got to hear it <laughs> twice as often you know that's <laughs> that's how we work here but yeah uh remember not here hopefully he's a uh, Gets over the man flu soon. We'll...
2: Sorry, Ramon. We're ripping on you in your absence. <laughs> I mean, that's but pretty much anyway, the course was... of the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we love you, Ramon.
1: We love you, Ramon. All right. We've got a lot to go through today. Uh, we are, of course, having our uh, PHNX Rising End of Year Awards, uh, which we're giving out because, of course, the no matter what who is deserving or who isn't deserving on phoenix rising they're not going to win anything this year um so hey we might as well give some out ourselves and of course there's some other news as well that came out today uh, in terms of a player that will be coming back next year and a quote from the club governor regarding the stadium situation so let's kick straight in let's talk a little bit about the team news from today gabby torres Will be coming back the team exercising his option for the 2023 season, Max. I think we all thought this was a given, didn't we? Really,
2: 100%. I mean, especially his play down the stretch, just kind of how whenever he was on, just kind of feel like he would invigorate the team, gave them a bit extra of a dimension. And I mean, I'm a big fan of it, you know, kind of versatile in the way that he played. And I mean, like you said, it's kind of a given, it was kind of just waiting for this to happen. And I think it's very definitive with everything else with the club that's kind of up in the air nice to see a solidified offseason like extension like right off the bat that's something kind of sink your teeth into gives us something to look forward to exactly and
1: you know it's the first player that we know for certain now is coming back next season there were a couple of players that have left from the Antwi, didn't have his option uh utilized mm-hmm. lamin jaune as well also hasn't had his his option exercise so mm-hmm. first player that we know is coming back now is gabby torres there's going to be a lot more announcements coming. You'd imagine in the near future, um, they're supposed to be, or was teased by the team today. that There's going to be one possibly two next week. Of course, part of that I'm sure depends on USL. Uh, as we know, the league is notoriously picky about what stage in the process you're allowed to actually announce things, uh, before they start finding people. So we'll have to wait and see on those, but Hey, it's a big, good bit of news, at least in Gabby Torres. He's, you mentioned it, you know, and the chat is going off here. Your best player since coming in, Michael, says, by a good distance. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I tend to agree. Um, there's, Of course, there have been other comments that have been made out there, um, other players that Rising are being linked to, of course, one of them from Indy 11. I've got the name here in a second, being linked to Eriksen Gallardo. Uh, mm-hmm. One Venezuelan, they say, <laughs> He's not the only Venezuelan the team is being linked to here. But it's it's interesting. Manuel Arteaga, the other one. Um, sorry, Manuel Arteaga being the one from the 11. Ericsson Gallego being uh, one they pick up from Venezuela. What do we think about those? I mean, it's clearly a trend of um, Juan picking up players that he's familiar with. Um, I mean, Arteaga, not necessarily the best stats last season, but not the worst either.
2: Yeah, I mean it's it's kind of in that period where I get it makes sense. He has his first full season with the team ahead of him. And so you wanna have those players who, yes, I mean, you said it, you have the familiarity where maybe there's still gonna be a learning curve coming into the system. But anyone who's able to come in with a bit of a shortened offseason season and hit it, hit the ground running right off the bat, that's gonna be be a big difference maker especially when he kind of has to figure out the process of like okay well who do we still need to resign who do we feel is going to be in our starting 11 like all these questions like he said when he was on the our interview with us that he's looking to be very aggressive in how they bring in players how they bring back players and that they want people to contribute like yes down the road for the future but like they're looking to compete now and that really helps when you have people who you're familiar with and you know again maybe that learning curve just isn't quite as steep
1: yeah, it's also something I think we've seen in the past with rising that typically you have those clusters of players mm-hmm. um, that kind of fit in. You had the Spanish boys together for a while. Uh, you've had you know clusters of players from West Africa, um, and, and these groups kind of form on the team. And it, it sometimes helps. sometimes it's a hindrance when they those groups break apart, um, and you end up then with just like the odd one out that's left. So. I understand why, definitely understand why this is the kind of move they're looking to make. Of course, I'm sure there are a lot of people here in the uh, in the chat. I'm sure we'll speak of in a minute that they'd rather have another Venezuelan come back, uh, particularly as a member of the coaching staff. But uh, <laughs> we still have to wait and see on that one, probably until next month, maybe before we <laughs> we know for certain where that's going. But yeah, yeah, something else though is going to be happening over the next month, Max.
2: Oh yeah, nice setup. Yeah. Right there's mm-hmm. something yeah. else
1: happening over the next month what's happening over the next month max
2: you're talking about maybe in like a couple weeks like uh oh say 18 days or so yeah something like oh, that. oh wow well i hear there's this place called four peaks i hear they have great beer and i also hear they have a really cool pub on eighth street and i also hear that we're teaming up with them for world cup watch parties for every single usa and mexico game producer Sude- jacob cue the graphic oh man dude that was his chance i'm not totally, sure it's in there max I, totally you, you threw him off. I I honestly the fact that oh man i set him up i set him up i honestly you you set him up for face- failure max this is well, also like you don't- i kind of i kind of knew that i might set him up for failure just the uh internal prankster in me he's probably fuming right now i'm gonna get an earful after this but no <laughs> honestly yeah uh, oh I mean, I'm, I'm totally fine with that no but max brother <laughs> <laughs> i love it no but Anyway, we, I mean, we're doing every single watch party at USA and Mexico for all those different group stage games. Um, every single one, five out of the six of them free. And the Mexico game, the first one um, at the 9 a.m. kickoff is going to have a nice uh, breakfast buffet. We're going to have all types of giveaways, guest appearances. I actually got off the phone with Rising and I hear a little rumor that, you know, Certain manager and a certain player are going to be there for a couple of those Mexico watch parties. So come out. I know you're going to be in Qatar. Ramon and I are going to be at every single one of those US and Mexico watch parties. It's going to be on a giant 22 foot screen. Come out, hang out with us. It's going to be a damn good time. $3 beer specials, everything like that. We can throw it in the, ch- it's going to be in the link in the description, but you can also, we are also going to throw it in the chat. That way you can register. But just have a good damn time with us. Like, again, most of these matches are completely free. And, yeah, just come hang out. World Cup is freaking awesome. We know who's going to win our group, Owen, but, uh, you know, for – You know, even the Mexico matches, it's going to be a good time. There we go. There we go. We got a graphic there. (laughs) Shout out to
1: Jacob getting these things put together at very short notes. He's giving me a very hard time because
2: I stopped talking as I said, cue up the graphic. The best part is, is like, dude, I was going to do that even if a graphic didn't show up just because I wanted to see his face. Again, I'm going to get an earful of it, but that's okay. But anyway, come check us out. Four Peaks is going to be an awesome time. We love partnering with them on these type of events. And it's just like something about the World Cup. Guys, it's gonna bring everyone together. Um, you know, USA Wales first match. We'll get oh, we'll see if we can get Owen to buzz in. <laughs> it's like <laughs> but, a 10
1: yeah. p.m. kickoff over there. Like, I'm gonna be,
2: you're gonna be, oh, dude, it's you're my fine. first day there as you well. Like, I fine. land the night
1: before.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, it's oh, gonna man. be, it's gonna be an experience, I'm sure. Um, and for, for people here talking, Michael here chatting in the uh, Going ahead in the chat, I'm just going to point out to Michael that no, uh, the country of Qatar is not paid for my trip. To,
2: good, uh, good, good to get to that end. out of the way. I'm not
1: knocking on anybody. Don't worry. No, it's no, no. No, this
2: no, 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 no. This is a Narc free podcast. This is a narc free pod.
1: podcast. Yeah, we
2: put that on the tape. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: but yeah, <laughs> make sure to head out to join Max and Ramon out there at Four Peaks, and of course with the ever guests, beer specials, everything like that. Just remember, of course, if you're going to show up and drink, you got to be 21 or older. You don't have to be to uh, show up, but you do have to be to drink. And of course, make sure, especially with those noon kickoffs, that you're enjoying the
2: drink responsibly. Oh, and yeah. uh,
1: as Jacob is pointing out down here, we are a nark-free podcast.
2: <laughs> Put that on the tape. Put that on the tape. Yeah. And also, I was going to say, yeah, check out get the get the links in the description, all that stuff. But also, Bing, bang, boom. I'll also throw it in the chat as well. Here we go. Take a look. Have fun, everyone.
1: Have fun. Have fun indeed. Speaking of fun, speaking of fun, isn't it fun to sit around wondering what's happening with a stadium? Oh, man. I thought you'd never ask. <laughs> I thought we'd never ask, yeah. You know, I was told today that, you know, it wasn't a ground... Yeah, it's fair enough. They didn't make up the Gabby Torres thing as though it was a groundbreaking announcement. But, you know, it would be nice if the club could put out a different kind of groundbreaking announcement. I see what you well, did there, Nice. Sounds as though we're going to have to wait. Sounds (laughs) as though we're going to have to wait for that. We did have a comment sent to us uh, from Phoenix Rising Club Governor Bill Krause. We can read it out to you now. Uh, Rising continues to explore multiple options for the 2023 and beyond, including World Horse Pass. The club expects to have confirmation by mid-December and remains focused on creating an improved game day experience. So uh, that's from the club Governor Bill Krause. And yeah, we're going to have to wait by the yeah. sounds amid all the discussion about where this club is going. Are they in fact going to be going to that site just by the airport in Phoenix? Will they be staying in Wild Horse Pass where, you know, when you talk about the fan experience being paramount, it hasn't been. Um And it's been quite obvious that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they're not likely to resolve that in the near future, it feels.
2: Mm hmm. I mean, yeah, it's all I'll say is this: when you put out, you know, when when there's you're putting out there, that's like, bam, the mid-December is like that time frame. You actually have some legs of, hey, we have an idea of when we're actually going to be coming to a decision, whether it happens or not. I think that's actually tangible, where it's like, okay, well, now we actually have like something to go on, something to look forward to. Um, I don't know; it's one of those things where we we are going to spend the time of over and overanalyzing kind of interpreting what all that means. But I mean, no, realistically, the fact that there is a date set on it, I really do, do think that matters. And coming from, um, you know, club governor like that, it's that's massive to me where that actually can move the needle again, wasn't much substance necessarily what to say kind of doing the pr spin what you need to do but they didn't have to put that out and the fact that they did like it it does add something to it i will say that
1: yeah and look mid-december's not great um no, and, no, and definitely not most importantly i mean if this team is going to move realistically you need to be making decisions prior to then yep. um i'm still not fully convinced personally that internally decisions haven't been made and that they're not just still stuck waiting on things um i mean which honestly like can be the reality of dealing with governmental entities yeah. sometimes
2: i mean honestly and this maybe i'm i'm like thinking too much into this but you give yourself the mid december buffer to your point you want to act sooner rather than labor that gives you kind of like a worst case scenario we're going to have something decided by here i personally think i could really see something like kind of coming to fruition like late like at late late end of the world cup group stage beginning of the round of 16 when all the hubbub none of the spotlight is on you it's all across on the other side of the world and you just kind of sneak in like oh yeah by the way kind of finalized plans let's announce something here in a little bit like that to me i feel is the most likely scenario where it's like let's really quickly like discreetly get something done and then really blow it up announcement announce it as after like the world cup that's just my thinking where if you're going to want to get the most eyeballs and attention on it that's how you do it
1: right and it makes sense i mean there's look ever since the site by the airport was kind of put out there is this you know reporting from uh, arizona deportiva saying that this is where they'll be moving of course again we've yet to fully independently verify that, although it does match up with certain things that we've heard. We discussed that all on Tuesday's podcast. If you haven't heard it, make sure to go back, listen to the Tuesday podcast. We talk through what we know, how we feel about these moves in a lot more detail there. But there's definitely, I think, and you saw it a lot more now. We can see it having left the Facebook group and so on, so on to really discuss it, is that there are people as... I mean, Michael in the chat calls them "whitey Um, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the, interpret as you will, but there were definitely people in the uh, Facebook group and in other social media kind of areas that are saying, "Well, this is you know, I'm not happy moving there. I don't, I don't feel it. I, I find that weird." I'll be yeah. honest. Um, I feel as though there are much worse places. Yeah. Um, even from a, are you you know concerned about I, I I just I, I just don't see what the concern there is really, um, but hey, I <laughs> people are gonna find reasons
2: to moan. I it, it, it's just the rule of literally everything. You're never gonna make everyone happy, so you try to cater to those who you know you're gonna ride with. And I mean, I think it's like if that's the location that gets solidified and comes out of everything like that, then I think that's I don't know. Like I don't. I think if you're trying to poke holes in something, there are a lot other places where you can poke more holes in. So it's it's at the end of the day, they just need to make a decision on where they're going. The timeframe's there. Um, Let you see if and how it actually gets executed on that time. I mean,
1: look, you mentioned earlier as well, it's key that they get this done by about that mid-December. You want to ride that wave. I think you are 100% correct for the very simple reason. As soon as that place is announced, you're going to want to be pushing season tickets hard. Very, very hard. And that's the feel-good moment. That's the the moment when everyone has spent the last month thinking about this sport, and hence it, it draws you back in. But, hey, I'm... Still just intrigued as to how much longer this saga can drag out. It's quite frankly, it's dragged out for too long. Uh, The Tauri's comment, are they keeping the old grandstands for the new stadium? Sorry, we still don't even know where they're going yet. They might not be leaving. We don't know. (laughs) No one seems to know anything at the moment. And the stories, and this is why I think, look, we have been cautious. We mentioned this on Tuesday. Why we've been so cautious around this? Because everything that we hear seems to change by the day. Mm-hmm. It's very fast moving. There's not quite a clear narrative that's been built other than a concern with how things have been going at Wild Horse Pass that leads them into a point whereby they they realistically want to think about a move. Mm-hmm. Um I still personally would remain shocked if they play at Wild Horse Pass, provided there is an opportunity somewhere else. I don't think they're going to stay there if an opportunity elsewhere presents itself. But it's possible that Rising returns to Wild Horse Pass because no other opportunity does present itself. Mm -hmm. Um, Hey. That's that's where we are. We've also got our producer shouting at me that I need to predict the future. Um, Ten dollars an hour. Yes, I will get my crystal ball and. Uh... But hey, you know, if you think that you have a crystal ball nice. and you can predict the future, nice. We well, got some ways for you to win some money.
2: I knew you were going with that.
1: You knew go. I was going that. Yeah, going with it, right? Over <laughs> on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Of course, no more Phoenix Rising games to bet on, in mm-hmm. which case if you were betting on them losing, you'd probably have done not too bad this season. But you can <laughs> of course bet on the NBA. How are you feeling about the early basketball season there, Max?
2: Uh let's go, Suns. That's, that's uh that's feeling. pretty much that's that's all I need to say. Um you can see so a quick shout out you can uh, see them in person if you would like to go to our sons take over tomorrow um where we have food food buffet drinks and that ticket to the game uh check out ph next underscore sons on twitter for the link but anyway yes go sons uh, yeah, that's my, I, I that's he- my prediction.
1: yeah yeah in case yeah. you like an ad inside <laughs> your ad max is here to provide that but new I customers can bet just five dollars <laughs> on any nba money line bet and get two hundred dollars if the team wins You can also boost your winnings up to 100% with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. It's simple. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use promo code PHNX. That's promo code PHNX on the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Let's go. And make sure, you know, we didn't get your uh, parlay for this week, of course, of the European games. So uh, we'll we'll need an alternative parlay of some variety, I'm sure.
2: Of course, I uh, didn't really put it out there because uh, you know it kind of, it kind of, kind of squashed uh, pretty badly. Yeah, when but we'll you, we're making, we're really. making you
1: do one. We're making you commit to one right oh. here, right live on oh, oh, air. I'm we not know, sure oh, what we're going it. with. Let's have a look. All what right, what games right. have
2: we got on this weekend that will be interesting? Uh actually, Sunday in the Prem has two mm-hmm. pretty nice matchups: Chelsea Arsenal and of course Tottenham Liverpool. Uh Oh no, we're not doing that. We're doing the super parlay right now. We're doing the FA
1: Cup first round. Come on Max, let's <laughs> go through these. Let's go quick fire, quick fire. Sheffield Wednesday
2: against Morecambe. This is a Friday game. What was the what was the second team I didn't hear you? Morecambe. Uh I'll go with them because you're not going to you have to oh, you can only win on a Wednesday and you're not playing on a Wednesday, bam. That's how it works. You're taking
1: Morecambe, of course. So that's Morecambe on the Friday.
2: Another Friday game Hereford against Portsmouth. Oh Portsmouth, yep.
1: South Shields against Forest Green
2: Rovers. That sounds like a draw to me every day of the week. Bradford against Harrogate Town. Bradford.
1: Bolton against Barnsley. Oh, gosh. um,
2: Bolton going to keep wandering. Give me Barnsley.
1: He's going with Barnsley. Solihull Moors against Hartlepool United. Draw. Crew against Lake Norians.
2: <laughs> draw.
1: You have no idea who half these teams are, do you? That
2: is, how dare you! I just know it. Hey, it starts with a draw. And ends against, with a draw. How
1: Peterborough against Salford. Draw. Port <laughs> Vale against Exeter City.
2: Oh, Exeter City!
1: Mm-hmm. There we go. Correct answer. Former team I used to cover. Fun fact: Cheltenham <laughs> Town against Alverchurch. Oh gosh, Alvachurch, sure. <laughs> That's a hell of an upset. Okay. Yeah. liquid <laughs> Town against Oxford City. Oxford City, to be clear. Not United. <laughs> At this
2: point, this parlay. Ox- <laughs>
1: Oxford City. <laughs> go with Oxford City. I'm, I'm wondering how much more I can do before
2: it tells me nah. Oh, my like, gosh. Chip, Chippenham against Lincoln. I love how this started with five of them, and we're now, what are we on? We keep going, can keep we? going, keep going, keep going. What, what do we got? What them it? against Lincoln. Lincoln.
1: Bristol Rovers against Rochdale. Bristol. Crawley against Accrington Stanley. Crawley. Burton against Needham Market. (laughs) Draw. (laughs) Okay, okay. He's not going with Burton there. Charlton against Coalville Town. Charlton. Buxton against Merthyr.
2: Merthyr.
1: We're going with a Welsh theme here. I like it. Weymouth against AFC Wimbledon. I gotta go AFC Wimbledon. Yeah, this has now reached a point where it's too many that it won't parlay them all. So I'm actually okay.
2: gonna. Oh, dear gosh. How many digits?
1: Nine but digits. After 13 games, we oh, were geez. at. Uh, I'm, I I've gotta count the zeros. <laughs> I gotta... oh, no! um,
2: <laughs> oh, this has gone off the rails. <laughs>
1: plus 529,738,710. Oh. So if you put ten bucks on it, you'd win fifty-two million, almost fifty-three million.
2: You want to put a on pe- the
1: first thirteen games.
2: You want to put like a penny on it that way? It's just like you know, go
1: nuts. I could put a buck on it, and it's like five million payout. I'll take yeah, five million. Put a, put a put a buck on it. That's money. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Why not? I think some it. of your picks are daft, but we'll go with it. Oh well. <laughs> that's, we're, how we're we're it, that's how we're calling it. Are you win. Yeah, we're calling it there. I'm not even completing the uh, the round because it's just too many. <laughs> Oh
2: man! Yeah. Oh gosh! So there All we go. Right. I <laughs> want
1: to see that. Anyone who wants, tweet us in mm-hmm. your most adventurous. We'll say a ten-leg parlay for uh, the FA Cup first round. Let us know what you're going with. Let us know what the odds are, and then if someone wins, rumor has it that you're buying the first round of drinks at one of the uh, World Cup watch parties. If r- someone r- wins. Rumor if we're talking it. a 10-leg parlay in the FA Cup, you could win a lot of money on those. You, could, <laughs> you can take the first round on that one.
2: Rumor all has right. it, if you, win, if you win, you're buying all the rounds for every <laughs> World Cup watch well,
1: If you're talking $5 million, then yeah, you're buying all yeah. the
2: rounds.
1: <laughs> you're also paying for the buffet on that yeah, game.
2: <laughs> all right. <laughs> we're
1: going to get oh, on to shit. that final big bit of business we've got today. It's what we named the show for, so we'd better we'd better actually get onto it. haven't yeah. we? I feel like let's start off with, we're going to go with the best role player. So let's, before we reveal, let's have a little bit of an explanation. So we're best role yeah. player. We were looking for a player that contributed a lot to the team without being a typical starter. Um, and so when you look at that, there's only one player that really stands out above the rest at that point, isn't there, Max? Oh, you know it. The best role player. We're <laughs> giving that one, too. Drumroll. I'm drumming on time. There we go. Joey hey. Kalistri, of course, because Joey Kalistri, as ever, is the utility man. Um, did he have his best season? No. Did anyone on the team have their best season? Also no. So... <laughs> Shout out to Joey Kalistri there. Um, he gets our best role player award because he did do. You know, I mean, it, it's. He appeared in multiple positions. As you know, has there was a good shout. There was a good yeah. shout. I'd have actually. I, you know, now, now that people say these things, they make us reconsider. But hey, it's too yeah. late. We've given it to uh, to Joey Kalistri. Sorry, Michael. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sehas, has. I feel like. We'll, we'll, we're just going to create some as we go through these, especially when people send in names that we haven't given sure. things to. <laughs> I feel as though Luis Sejas gets our Lifetime Achievement Award, doesn't he, Max? Oh, yeah,
2: no, ab- absolutely, 100%. And I mean, I'm going real quick to Joey Kalisha. I mean, listen, in previous podcasts, I've been like, I don't know if I've been as high on the guy as an out-and-out starter. And that's, you know, there there's that. But in terms of a role player, when he has deputized where he needs to be, He's done the job. He's done well. I mean, I even remember listening to Juan when he came in studio and like we asked him, who are one of, who are those players who stand out to you? And the very first name he mentioned was Joey Calistri. How he brought it every day in training and that he's like he's a guy who he raises the bar for the rest of the entire squad. And especially in someone who we, you know, best role player, who we consider that that's someone who you need, who, yeah, maybe they're not getting the out and out minutes that you expect from your starting 11, but that just shows that it's a long season. You need everyone to, con- to contribute. And a lot of that work that goes on off the field, that leadership that helps and like deserving the, so from a role player, I like that. It's a good shout.
1: Yeah. You know well, we got Harry in the chat talking, uh, Certain things here. Making up awards, life is hard when you don't make the playoffs. Well, I'd like to congratulate them in advance because Jordan Farr is almost certainly going to win Goalkeeper of the Year. And that fantastic Goalkeeper of the Year, how many goals did he concede against Phoenix Rising over two games, Max? ooh yeah not great
2: five (laughs) not great
1: (laughs) yeah Uh, in fact i actually did some research the other day so phoenix rising actually had a spell this season where they went seven games over i believe it was 43 days and they couldn't muster up five goals against jordan far they only needed two games
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: yeah yeah all right let's move on let's move on max We're going to go for this one with the Best Player for the Future Awards. The idea with this, we kind of argued over what exactly we were going to call this. Mm -hmm. uh, Because we all knew what we were kind of trying to suggest. We just didn't have a good name for it, which is a bit of a problem when you think about it, isn't it, Mac?
2: yeah yeah I, I i do like to say that um you you said i think it was the 2023 player award i didn't i personally did not like that because i'm like hey that sounds like you're from the future now saying who the best player was next season well maybe we can predict the future there we go ten dollars oh. and
1: no one will predict the future Thank wait you, are we
2: are we now in a time warp because i swore i just saw that same comment like five minutes ago after we did our 13 leg parlay. so i'm i'm very confused <laughs> it's okay i'm predicting the future here but no the idea behind this award was to give <laughs> the
1: person who's making this the most excited about next season mm-hmm. give them the recognition you know we argued about yes. quite how we were going to name it but that was all along the idea so for this one for the best player for the future meaning specifically next season award we're going to give it to max are going to get a drum roll for this one as well Gabby Torres. Yeah, he yeah. was only here for a few games at the end of the year. And, of course, we promised we decided this one before we knew for certain that they had exercised yeah. the option on him. So if they'd have come out today and said they'd declined the option on Gabby Torres...
2: It would have been rough. <laughs> it would have been a rough one. But hey, we would have had to make a last-minute edit. Uh, gosh, yeah. Would've been would have been brutal for the show.
1: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. But, yeah, just the energy that he brought coming in the energy that he brought in that fullback role and it's something that look i i believe he's probably in the top 20 percent, roughly of players at his position in this league based on the stats he's a very good player in that role that juan wants he he brings the attack he we saw it with a number of goals that he posted at the end of the year i mean it felt like every game it was like oh rising of scored who's got the goal oh it's gabby torres yeah. and yeah i feel as though when the announcement today the reaction that that got from the fans uh the positivity around seeing yes for certain he is coming back that shows you what they thought of him what they thought of the uh performances he had at the end of last year
2: yeah i mean like the first thing you said was energy and it's like i i never remember a game where no matter how that good or bad and mostly bad the team was doing as a whole. Um, He always brought it and not just in how his running is, but just that electricity where whenever he had the ball or wherever he got in a dangerous position, you just felt like, Oh, like there's a chance that we're going to progress this attack. And it, there's something could lead from this and given his position, but just also how new he was from the team, That's just, I don't know. That's just something that we didn't expect quite as suddenly. So it's a very nice surprise and definitely something where we're looking forward to it for next year. And this signing is just uh, chef's kiss, as the kids say.
1: Indeed. Right. So, Max, we're going to continue creating awards. I've got one for you. I'm going to toss it Mm -hmm. to you now, and you're going to have to pick someone on the spot.
2: Ooh, okay.
1: Hit me. I want you to pick the best dressed player from this year. Remember the club always posts those pictures before the games. The players
2: arriving. Mm. Oh man, uh, I'm gonna. Ooh, 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 ooh! You know oh, this yeah, that is... was a great moment, That's but... Back, to Jacob. <laughs> back to game one. What a throwback! Back when things were good. Man, I love it. Um. Dude, that's such. A, that is such a like a specific question. And I'm like, I'm, I'm blinking. I'm straight blinking right now. I'm going to. Oh, I see. I see Santi. Okay, that's a nice shout. Thank you. I'm saving me. You know what? I'm gonna, I'm gonna roll with it. Thank you, Tori. Go with. Let's go with Santi. Sure, Santi more. Yeah, Sorry, I'm, I love I'm it.
1: Slightly surprised by his everything here about Lunting Golf at Louisville.
2: <laughs> Did any, was it?
1: Mm. Yeah. No, Santi. <laughs> Santi the call. I mean, Michael <laughs> say say has with the Michael, are you just gonna say say has for everything?
2: I almost I almost, I almost said say has myself.
1: I'm like, oh yeah, I you look I nice in that last I match. Can leave yeah. That one. <laughs> no, I think yeah. I think. Or I mean, the alternative is you give it to Juan. Oh. It's not a player. Well, wait, you said player. You
2: did say player. Did I? I, say play. I thought yeah, I said, just play. said
1: best dressed.
2: I thought you said player because I mean Juan. I mean shoot. Yeah, Juan even in our strip. Yeah, he won there too. So, bam. Okay.
1: Yeah. Well, let's go with let's go with Santi though. You gave it to Santi. We're going to stick stick with Santi more. He may not have had the best game on the field this year, but off the field, mm-hmm. yeah, I feel like we can recognize that.
2: You look good, you feel good, you feel good. Hopefully you play good.
1: Hopefully. Not not Someone this season, that. but as yeah. a, as a whole <laughs> the team was was poor. Hey, we're, we're taking the positives that we can take right now. There we go taking the go, positives we that go. we can take as we awkwardly stare at the rest of the league, having fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We move on. to the next actual award here. Mm-hmm. So this one slightly different to the last one. This was for, uh, we described it as best newcomer, best signing. We could also say this one as for naturally. While Gabby gave us a lot of excitement, we couldn't really count him for this one because he didn't play enough. Mm-hmm. Um, for the team. So we're excited about him for next season. We can't really call him the best signing for this season. So we are going to go with somebody else. So Max he's doing the drum roll again. Best newcomer. Who do we go for? Greg Hurst. And we didn't just give him this because he showed up to our podcast with Luis last week. It didn't, um, although it didn't hurt. Didn't, it didn't hurt. It did not harm. But yeah, Greg Hurst coming in, I feel as though we saw a lot of flashes of the talent that he has. Uh, Monterey Bay was a perfect example of that with the goals, that, the goal that he scored there. And it it just, you know, really... <laughs> the service wasn't there for him all season, pretty much. But occasionally, he'd step up. He'd... I have mean, got... <laughs> I'm sorry. The chat here now. Nine ninety nine something. In the future. Sorry, sorry, I sorry, ten dollars. Ten dollars. <laughs> Chad's a Jacob Byers in there.
2: No, I'm kidding. Thank you, Jacob.
1: <laughs> yeah, Michael Vanderplas is saying cinnamon apple was a better signing. Well, she came because Greg came. So, yeah, oh, we're, we're, we'll get that wax panel together at some point over this offseason. Don't you worry. I'm sure it's going to happen. Aren't you sure, oh. Max? Huh.
2: Sorry. Say that again.
1: We're gonna get the Wags panel together at some point over this oh, offseason.
2: Geez. Yeah, mm. <laughs> we're gonna
1: make it happen, Max. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's be ambitious. Let's
2: oh man. Ambitious. Anyway, we can take anyway, the positives. So-
1: Look, it's been a season of yeah, like I know. I- <laughs> no, let's be positive for once. Yes. Okay. Okay. Fine, fine. We've got a few months before we even have to risk watching that again. I know. Uh- <laughs> I know. Oh,
2: dear. Gosh. Oh dear. Gosh. Boy, my boy. Uh, uh, Gregors, What a guy. Um, no, I, I, I mean, I love this one. Like, I think as a strike, it is, let's just call it what it is. It's very difficult to score period. And especially in the USL where it can be a slog where so many matches and everything like that for a guy to come in and state that claim for that number nine. Yeah, I know JJ Williams came in and they deputized and they switched off here and there for a bit, but like, to pretty much take the claim at the end of the season that, like, that's like you're out, you're number nine. That's like your guy in the starting 11, especially when service was not great. Gregors didn't really need great service. Like, he, a lot of his goals, he made something out of nothing. He was very active and moving off the ball, receiving, dropping back in to receive it. And I think that's something where, whenever he was in the starting lineup or when he was on the field, even when the team wasn't doing well, I always thought that there was at least a chance to produce something. You know what I mean? And, like, especially in some of those tough matches where passes aren't going right, the cross aren't getting whipped in. As long as I saw Greg Hurst out there where he's able to drop in and connect with the rest of the team, you have a chance. And that's something that, yeah, that gives you hope, especially as the newcomer of the year.
1: You know, Maven's keep has just done has just chucked a dollar into the pot. I saw that. I saw And then that. we got the crystal ball here. So, you know, rumor has it at the end of this episode I'll mm-hmm. be taking the crystal ball out for something at least. Or we'll making some kind of prediction.
2: All right, ten ninety nine. That's pretty nice fun for the future. Nine, nine. We're, doing okay.
1: We're doing okay. You know, We're but doing keep the right.
2: donation the more money
1: you send in, the more bizarre these predictions are going to be. So don't you worry, they're coming. All right. Max. Yep. Right. I'm trying to think. You're trying to think of another one on the spot. I'm trying to think of another one on the spot. And I'm going to,
2: you know, to the chat, chat, do you have any chat? Do you have any um, absurd questions you would like Owen to ask me that way? He can try to baffle me.
1: Yeah, we want the absurd awards, but give us a shout. What awards do you want to hear Max answer quickly?
2: I'm scared. This is a bad idea. Well, turn re- this
1: over to the chat now. This is cha- a dangerous, dangerous game. When the chat ever let me game? down?
2: Oh wait, be- when they make me, when they have me spend whenever they possibly on first round can. Max. this is never Whenever they poorly. possibly can, <laughs> never, gone never gone poorly. Never. I couldn't
1: see this going poorly at all. But you know, what? oh what wait, when they make for- me, when- oh yeah, when they them? when
2: they show up and they make me sit sing- when they make me sing karaoke of what's new Pussycat. Yeah, no, for sure, It never disappointed. Yeah, that me.
1: happened too. That was fun.
2: That was fun. Uh, um, you had to be there. waiting for the
1: chat. Uh, Remember, of course, (laughs) throw in your wildest uh, award titles that you want to give for Max. We're dragging this out because the next main one is MVP, and we're trying to drag it out and make you wait. We'll make Mm. you all wait. But, you know, while we're waiting, I'm hearing there's some breaking news, Max.
2: (laughs) Breaking
1: news, and it isn't Gabby Torres' option extension. There was another big contract deal pulled off very recently.
2: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Yes, and this don't. This definitely didn't happen on Tuesday's show. Definitely not. No, but OG's brands, uh, they are back. They are re-signed um, for. Another go around throughout our entire network. You guys have already been hearing us talk about them, but we love them. Appreciate all that they do are um, We are collaborating with them on a bunch of PHNX member only items, discounts, stuff like that. I put that in our discord and people thought that means that they are getting um, I think they said something along the lines of me taking free gummies, which I don't know how that came about. But anyway, we're coming up with a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, Ramon said he will eat an entire bag of OGs at some point. Wow. Wow. That he quoted that I, I, he can't, he's not here to defend himself, but anyway, we appreciate OGs. They're doing a bunch of fun stuff with us. Be on the lookout for content. Um, it's going to help me get through the season one way or another next, next year. So I'm already looking forward to working with them and appreciate all that they do because you guys Uh, every time I see you guys shouting them out in the chat, um, you guys thinking I was high when I was on, um, the show when we got eliminated, appreciate that because you guys keep mentioning OGs that shows them love and they show us love and it makes this entire thing go around. So appreciate y'all for supporting them, for having them support us. Wow. That's a lot. But Hey, anyway, thank you very much. And of course you must be 21 years or older to enjoy some delicious OGs.
1: Yeah, make sure to head on down to your local dispensary mm-hmm. to try and pick them up. Oh yeah, then you too can get as high as Max Simpson. What? Oh gosh, uh, oh, yeah. that's gonna right, that's gonna Max. Live on the internet, I've got All some right, more cool. quickfire ones to chug at you here. Goal of the year.
2: I mean, Sejas, like easy, easy one. one. He, he. One? <laughs> What's that? Which one against? Oh, is, I mean, like I said, he said himself, is one against Miami. Like, if you're gonna make SportsCenter top ten, that's an easy one. Thank, what? one second Tori. thanks a lot by the way you were the one who was calling me out after we got uh, eliminated of saying that i looked high on ogs so at least you're being consistent i appreciate that um but yes that goal of the year that's that's the one to me like if, if you're going to come on our show and stake your claim for it i'm going to double down on it because it was that damn good i'll also shout out just as
1: a uh, an honorable mention in that category aiden quinn's olympico as well mm. i feel deserves a mention deserves a mention it I'll agree with you. It's Luis Sejas against Miami, but we've got to give him an honorable mention for that one. Right. Most likely to go studs up on chance. Oh, jeez. I'm putting you on the spot for this one. I've got my own opinions, but I'm not sharing them yet. You've got to go with this one.
2: Oh, my gosh. Um, I mean, the way that he blossomed from after he left throughout the season, you know, and when Juan arrived, give me honestly like give me uh give me Greg Hurst if I'm being honest yeah I just kind of saw his development and um I think the more that came about after he was out of the picture and with Juan coming on you kind of you know talking to him and just hearing his comfortability with Juan when we were at 4P It's like it's just awesome to see so yeah I uh I will nominate him for that's a that's a horrible category <laughs> I'm gonna go with Ryan Flood Okay, well, I mean that's a fair one. Yeah, Ryan I mean, was just kind of that's understandable. I didn't want. To, I left sorry. you with we the just easy left one.
1: Them <laughs> right by by Rick by the end. Um, yeah.
2: All
1: right. That means that we're getting ready now because no one else has chucked these in. Diego, I was thinking flood as well. Yep. That's fair. Yep. All right. We move on to. The big one. Max, I'm hearing you're gonna have to keep the drum roll going for an impressively
2: long time on this one. Uh, I do see thirty seconds. I'm gonna deprive I'm gonna seconds. I'm gonna make sure no. I don't have to not everyone's gonna suffer through that. Let's just wrap yeah, that like a nice ten seconds. How about that?
1: No, Max, you're gonna do it for thirty seconds. So we're gonna go now with the MVP. Max, get the drum roll going.
2: This is the Most worst ASMR
1: weird like
2: oh my
1: gosh or it's like when you're sitting around and you see the like rain coming outside that's the noise of it. it's the rain on the roof
2: ah, my my hands decade. i'm getting carpal tunnel i'm getting carpal tunnel
1: it's ben lunt there's a shocker oh. no one is surprised by this whatsoever <laughs> ben lunt led the league in saves this year how many times did this man keep phoenix rising in games way too many
2: there was a, there was a point in um, gosh, what is it? I mean, uh, it, I think it was the one against um, was it RGV where like literally ten minutes in he was our DraftKings king of the game. He was making all types of saves and not just the ones where oh yeah he's kind of you know outside the box whatever. Like he multiple times throughout the season comes out of the box makes himself big with any MVP. Nothing is flawless. I think there were times where especially on corner kicks or. You know, he had a, a bit of a a juggle in the box against, I think it was Oakland, where he kind of just had one go over his head, kind of bobbled it, almost hit the goal in for himself. He has moments where there are times where he just doesn't secure it in a crowded area. But if you are one-on-one, I can't think of a goalkeeper who I'd rather have stop a, a point blank one-on-one on goal. That's my guy. Um very, very secure back there. He's never really had a game where like he lost the game for the team. And quite frankly, he won or at least kept the team in contention for a lot of these matches. It doesn't really say a lot for the team. Unfortunately, when your goalkeeper is the MVP, but I mean, that's just the type of season that he's had. Um, I don't know what more you can say about the guy, but it was just honestly like a phenomenal phenomenal season and why we've talked about it a bit, but why he hasn't gotten more consideration from the league level, that's a whole nother gripe. Right, and he of course
1: was the only rising player nominated right. for any of the league awards. Right. He was shortlisted for goalkeeper of the year. Uh, the problem with that, of course, is that He's on a short list with the player who was named in the All-League first team and the player who was named in the All-League second mm-hmm. team. So it's highly unlikely that he is going to be picked in that position. But to be honest, he probably deserves to be in that mix. Yeah. He really deserves to be in that mix. This is a guy who, as you mentioned, he's just, he just kept him in so many games. Yeah. And you say, yeah, it shows something about the team. Unfortunately, it does. They've yeah. been pretty awful this year in a lot of ways. Um, but, hey, that's nothing that he can do about it most of the time. He, he did his job. So many times you saw him coming off frustrated. So many times you saw him, like, almost beating himself up about a little bit. And it's something that even in the middle of the season, right, you'd speak to some of these players, they'd admit they re- they relied on Ben Lunt too much. They couldn't rely on him as much as they
2: did. Well, and, and I mean, I think... MVP in all sports, it usually gets chalked up to who, you know, stats, right? Like who is the most performing player or whatever. When you take it out the core, most valuable, that to me is which one player, if you take them out of your team, it is the like biggest negative. If that one player is gone. And to me, there's a lot of, there's a lot of like talented players on this team. A lot of people who had solid seasons, him, it's it's not even close, I guess, to me when you frame it that way. Like if you put in um, a different keeper, or you know, you even just factor what he did for this team, I just don't think it compares. Truthfully, it's just that big of a difference, and it's a no-brainer. This award for me, indeed, indeed, right. Well, that means we're
1: coming along to the final part of this show, which means I've got to predict the future.
2: Ooh, ooh, where's your um, Where's your crystal ball? I oh. Give me one second. Max, keep oh, them entertained. I, yeah, I'm no, I'm actually trying to think. You're actually. Okay. All right. Well, while everyone's getting entertained, um, please do me a favor. Let's, let's like, I want to bombard this chat with a bunch of USA Whale score lines. Please hit me with them. Only positive for USA. I just want to come back. See, you know, there really know, aren't that country. many. Of them, oh, hey, there? hey, hey. How's it going? I can Shoot. hear all of that,
1: Max, as you're doing it.
2: Shoot. Oh, man. Okay hear
1: exactly oh, f- what you were saying
2: so
1: <laughs> yeah the fact the teams nothing, have only met else. twice by the way and they were both in friendlies um right i've got the magic usl ball nice'm gonna rub it and we're nice. gonna start predicting the future this is gold number one england aren't gonna win the world cup fact it's a fact it's a fact, fact. everyone knows that all right? It's so I'm not uh, predicting if you're
2: the if you're home, if you're home right now, just know that it's not going to be there. It won't be coming there. No, no. it no. will not fact. be. It will not fact. Be. Fact. fact. Yeah. yeah, indeed. Okay, right. Let's keep
1: going. I can see into Qatar, and I can see that there are no Italians there. I'm sorry to Jake Anderson, uh, who we're also going to blame, by the way, for the fact that no rising players are higher up the thing on the awards because he gets a vote, but uh, Italy aren't going to the World Cup either.
2: Now, I'm not sure that's I, predicting
1: I, the future, but I'm going to claim it.
2: I get that. Do you also mean like no Italians like at all? Because I feel Italian fans are going to be there even if they're not going to watch. To be fair, why Canadian would you follow? go to Qatar unless you were going for your team? Well, someone might be of Italian descent and they might mm. be there. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Come on, Owen.
1: Max <laughs> is picking flaws in my logic. I won't have I this. Am. It's what I do. All right. And the final, the final bit of... I'm, I'm rubbing the Magic USL ball. We're going with the final one. Don't what worry. are we going to see here?
2: I got angst. <sighs> da, 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 da.
1: Harry Kane can only score penalties and tap-ins. There we go. That's the future predicted. He's an, he's Kane, an England
2: kid. I agree I agree with that. I, I, no,
0: I, for Tottenham as well. He, he,
1: only, he will never score a goal that isn't a penalty or a tap-in again. That's just... Not true. <laughs>
0: it's just false. Well, how do you know it's
1: not happened yet? It could be true. Max, what if Let he scores a that. penalty and I'll then gets run you. over by a car and like his leg is shattered and he can never play again? Then I will be correct. Oh, it's dark. My God! Don't, <laughs> Don't put that out there.
2: Don't put that out there. That's the end of my predicting the futures. <laughs> Oh, let me go very dark. Harry, Kane, if, you're, Harry Kane, if you're listening, I'm so sorry that you heard that, even though I hope you don't do well in the World Cup. But I hope your leg's not broken or in shambles or you get run over by a bus or a trolley or whatever it is. Yeah,
1: I thought I said a car, but I can't. Oh, you're making okay. it worse, Max.
2: No, no, don't put that on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear, right? Okay, I, I think that's okay. Wait, on, on the real, I, do want an, I do want an actual answer from you. Out of curiosity, Gareth Bale, how many goals does he score in the group stage? In the group stage? Yeah. Two. Two.
1: Two. Jacob okay. wants right. to be freed. He's begging us to end the show.
2: I don't know. We should kind of keep going just for his sake. It's no, okay. we're, no not. You know, we're not
1: gonna no, going to keep going. Everyone I'm in the sorry. chat, thank you for joining yes, us today. Everyone, thank Torrey you very much. Tori <laughs> uh, our Mavin's Keep, uh, Jacob Byers there with the other the super chat, uh, Michael van der Plas, uh, Harry as well from San Antonio. Good luck on the weekend. And, uh, yeah, guys, thank you for joining us. We will be back next week. As usual, you can't get rid of us. Nope. You really can't get rid of us, but you can actually find us at the world cup parties at four peaks so and make sure to go ahead and RSVP
2: go to that link, sign up for free. Dun, dun, dun. Let's go.
1: Yeah. And um, we'll be back next week. Exactly where you expect. Same place, same times as usual. Until then, goodbye.
0: Ah, mm, the first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive, sought-after, rare, and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne.